Hey, and welcome to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I'm Amy Souter, an editor with the Packer and Produce Market Guide, PMG for short, two trade publications in the fresh produce industry. Thank you so much for joining us. In this episode, the Packer editor Tom Karst and I chat with Elad Mardix, CEO and co-founder of Clarifruit, based in Israel. Elad shares about his partnership with Dole in rolling out the world's first artificial intelligence-powered quality control software solution. In early 2021, Dole successfully concluded a pilot project with Clarifruit for its pineapple exports from the Philippines to six markets. Clarifruit's advanced quality control software and computer vision technology is used to automate fresh produce quality inspection and evaluation. And it analyzes factors such as size, color, stem color, and any visible defects. They say that so far, this project has more than doubled productivity and reduced error-prone quality control reports. The two companies are now in the process of scaling this technology to more markets, including the U.S., and more fruit categories. It could change the way we do quality control for imports and exports at the retail and wholesale levels. Let's hear it from Elad. Hi, I'm Amy Souter, the retail editor at The Packer and editor of PMG, Produce Market Guide. Uh, we have Tom Kars, the editor of The Packer, and we have uh, Elad Mardix, the CEO and co-founder of Clarifruit, based in Rishon Lezion of Israel and just uh, not too far from Tel Aviv. We are excited to hear a little bit about what uh, Clarifruit is doing. And um, could you explain a little bit the details of your recent partnership with uh, Dole? Sure. Happy to do that. And thank you for uh, having me on this uh, podcast, uh, Amy and Tom. Um, so uh, actually, Dole and I and Clarifruit have just announced uh, the uh, partnership that we actually rolled out uh, earlier this year. Uh, Dole uh, is uh, one of the world's largest exporter of pineapple, bananas, and a bunch of other produce categories. Uh, is really taking uh, a big leap in terms of their uh, technology adoption and going to be one of the first major brands in the world to essentially automate the way they perform quality control across their entire supply chain. Uh, we've been really fortunate to uh, work with the Dole team over the last year, uh, develop the initial automation solution for pineapples together with them and actually successfully deploy it across their uh, global operations, starting in Asia and Philippines, where they actually grow the majority of the pineapples, but going to all of their destination markets uh, over the last six months. Can you tell me a little bit of background about Clarifruit? It was a startup, but it's kind of getting beyond that now, right? Sure. So uh, Clarifruit uh, is it's a software company. We're based out of Israel. Uh, we are almost four years old. And uh, what we do, we're essentially uh, the first one in the world to build uh, a quality control software solution uh, exclusively designed, by the way, for the fresh produce industry. We're only focusing on that vertical. Uh, uh, 
which is powered by AI, uh, essentially next generation AI technology. Uh, those are like uh, nice high tech words, but essentially what we want to do is we want to help the industry transform the way they make decisions. Uh, and we want to do it by enabling digital transformation uh, in two key areas. Number one, uh, automate the way data is actually collected around quality, uh, which means forget the size rings, the color power, the pen and paper, and try to collect this data through a mobile app that uses computer vision technology that can do it much more efficiently, objectively, and consistently. That's the first thing. And the second thing we want to do is generate real-time information for the supply chain participant. So they can make decisions based on data rather than based on intuition. Mm -hmm. And you know, when 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 I say decision, I mean like, you know, who should I sell it to? Which kind of customer? Where should I ship it to? Um, should I accept the supply from the grower? Reject it? How much should I pay the grower? All those highly important decisions that today, unfortunately, don't really rely on data because there is no uh, uh, data uh, uh, to, to base it on. And that's really the revolution we're trying to uh, enable. Talk about the computer vision. That's fascinating uh, part of Clarifoot. Uh, is it something that you do at the shipping side and the receiving side both or just one? So the, so the short answer is, is all of the above, but, but I'll explain. Uh, so today in the supply chain, right, of the fresh produce industry, there are about 10 to 12 points where a sample-based QC is taking place. It can be in the distribution center of the retailer, uh, where there are usually three to four points. It can be at the wholesaler, the marketing company, and even at the grower pre-harvest. That's kind of where it takes place. Uh, and all of those inspection points are essentially driven by a totally manual process where a person makes the inspection on his own with those side rings and, 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 and color palette and most importantly, his own judgment on the overall quality. We're essentially, we build an automatic UC process, uh, which has two components. Uh, the first one is a mobile app, which is for the inspector, actually, in each one of those 10 to 12 inspection points that I just mentioned. And instead of using the existing manual tools, uh, the inspector can use the mobile app of Clarifruit, which actually is operating on any Android or iOS device, hmm. and perform an inspection uh, with the mobile app. Uh, the mobile app allows the inspector to take a picture, and the picture can analyze automatically all external attributes, such as size and color and stem color and some defects. Uh, and we also allow integration to third-party industry devices because you still need to measure bricks, right? Percentage sugar and firmness. And so what we tell the customer is, uh, hey guys, just keep using what you use, right? It could be a refractometer or a durometer or a natrometer, but you don't need to type the information anymore to a mobile app or an Excel. You can just attach it to the phone and all the data will be transmitted wirelessly into the app through NFC chips or Bluetooth uh, protocol. So essentially we try to remove in any potential error 
and make the inspection process much more objective and consistent. The other ancillary benefit is obviously that it's going to be way quicker. So we've seen a productivity improvement of between two to three times, which also happened with Dole if they are tested in their Cresolis. Uh, and that's essentially how we uh, automate the data collection process. Yes. So some of the supply chain issues that we're dealing with now, how could this help? You're saying it make it faster, but delays is one of the big issues, right? Yeah, I think uh, that's that's actually an important question. It's always an important question, but especially given the pandemic that unfortunately we're still in and probably going to need to call it with at least over the next couple of years. Uh, there are there are a couple of uh, of big factors that uh, we see have driven. Uh, a significant acceleration in the adoption of our technology across the supply chain. So, so point number one, which you uh, uh, implied, Amy, is that the fact that we are automating the data collection process is resulting in a much quicker process, three to four times actually quicker, uh, but not more, less important, makes it more objective and consistent, right? So it doesn't matter if Amy in New York is checking the quality this morning or a lot in Israel two days after that, as long as we both use the Cloudflare app and the same quality spec, we should be able to get the same answer. So that's kind of one big benefit. Uh, the other bucket of benefit is that uh, what we call the big data uh, world. So with Cloudflare, uh, one can design and manage the entire QC process from his dashboard, right? So. Take, for example, any retailer in U.S. or a wholesaler, by the way. Both of them are buyers of fresh products. Each one of these guys have what I call the Bible. I'll explain why in a sec, but it's the 20 to 25-page PDF, which is the quality spec. It essentially describes what should be the QC process and how do you grade it. And they email it to the suppliers, and they expect slash hope the suppliers are going to adhere to those qualification when they perform QC, right? Uh, the other thing that's happening is that depending on whether the retailer is a discounter or not, is this quality spec is being updated every week if you're a discounter or every month if you're not, because there are seasonal impacts. Mm-hmm. And what happens in the, in the industry is that if you're a, a supplier and you sell to 100 or 200 retailers who have this quality spec, there is no human way to actually be able to optimize the matching of your quality of supply to to a buyer quality spec. It's just not humanly possible. Uh, The other issue, which is why I call it the Bible, is because it's like the Bible. Each one of those 25-page PDF books can be interpreted in different way because those are unstructured uh, uh, quality specs. And that's really where the challenge is. It's called in the industry quality mismatch situation, which mm-hmm. is a lose-lose scenario where the seller doesn't get the price that she wanted and the buyer doesn't get the quality that he expects. That's really the heart of the problem in this industry today, which is a huge driver of this 45% produce waste that everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. And essentially what we allow to our customers is to take all of those quality, unstructured quality spec, those Bibles, we convert it to a very simple 
digital quality spec. We essentially invented a language that can take any quality spec in the world and put it in a very simple grading uh, uh, digital spec. And that's what the supplier can use when they perform a QC. So one of the benefits that you can think about is if you're a supplier, uh, if you work with Clarifood, we can digitize the quality spec for all of your hundred retailers, buyers, thousands or million. It doesn't matter, right? The computer does it. And we can actually tell you in real time when you perform your QC in your Filipino packing house, for example, hey, dude, don't ship it to retailer A because they're going to reject you. Or you can ship it to retailer C and D. Both of them are going to love it. And now maybe based on the ASP, you decide who you want to ship it to, right? So that's like one example for benefit that we can give to the suppliers. And for the retailers, uh, there are multiple benefits. I think a couple of them, which are very interesting, is number one, we allow them to digitize the way they manage the quality upstream. So they, they can forget about this 25-page PDF. They don't need it anymore. They have the dashboard, the grading. They can update it. And so, for example, if a Whole Food or a Walmart uh, needs a little bit more table grade next week in their shelf, uh, and that implies that they may want to change the quality spec just for the next couple of weeks to get more supply. Uh, today, it's done in an analog way. PDF update, email, WhatsApp, SMS, whatever, right? With Clarifood, you can sit in your office, change the bricks grading from 16 to 14%, and it's all reflected in the mobile app algorithms of your inspectors or suppliers globally. You don't need to call anyone. You don't need to email anyone. Uh, and so we essentially, you know, uh, for other industries, that's a given. But for the fresh produce industry, we're essentially introducing the big data world. And that's going to transform uh, many uh, patterns in the way people make decisions and hopefully result in less waste and, and more profitability for everyone. And you mentioned, Ilad, uh, the pineapple, or we're talking about the pineapple example. What other commodities could this be applicable for? And, you know, how far down the road are you with perhaps other commodities as well? Okay, great question. Uh, so uh, we're already working with retailers today, okay? And a retailer doesn't have one to six produce categories. He has... 150 to 250 produce categories. So we already allow today to any uh, player in the world to digitize the way they manage QC for all of their produce categories. Because otherwise I, was, I wouldn't be able to work with a retailer because it doesn't make sense to have a couple of different software systems for the same fresh produce world. Uh, the automation, which means being able to apply our computer vision technology for the data collection process. We developed that solution for about 20 produce categories so far, including obviously pineapple and bananas, uh, which, which Dahl has been our primary partner uh, on. Uh, and so essentially what we offer today is a fully digital QC platform for all of the fresh produce portfolio. We can already apply computer vision technology to probably about 45% of the primary volume of fresh produce. 
Uh, and I expect to be able to get to on to 90% of the overall volume, which is about 40, 40 produce categories uh, by the end of 22. By the end of 2022? Next year. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that brings me to um, one of the questions I had was about how you're planning to expand, but you're or scale up and you're already sharing a lot of that. Um, are there other ways? Yes, sure. So uh, there's a couple of vectors of expansion for us. Uh, one vector is from a technology perspective. Um, is It includes actually two components. One component, which is what you just mentioned, which is we're going to take our uh, what we call level two automation portfolio, where we can analyze external attributes automatically. And we're going to essentially take it to uh, about 40 categories, which represents about 90% of the uh, you know, traditional US, for example, uh, fresh produce volume that are being sold in, in the retailers. Okay, so that's one component. Second component is we're working on our uh, automation capabilities to analyze not only external attributes like size and color and stem color, but also defects which is extremely important actually, especially for the retailer side of the supply chain, mm -hmm. uh, because uh, A, it's the most time consuming element of any QC process, but more importantly, it would allow us to actually get to the front store of the retailers. So we're working today mostly at the distribution centers of the retailers where they have kind of an expert inspectors uh, for fresh produce, but for the front store, if you want to be able to check your supply on a daily basis and make sure it's still fresh and high quality or uh, your online platform where you have pickers coming in and putting the fresh produce in boxes that they're going to send to the consumer, you need to have the ability to analyze it much more quickly. And for that, we're going to need to go to what we call level three automation, where we can analyze also defects. And, and that's what we're going to focus on in the next 12 to 24 months. So that's kind of one vector of expansion. I think the second vector of expansion that's going to happen in 2022 is that we're going to uh, expand significantly our local presence, especially in US and in West Europe, uh, and going to have local sales teams uh, and operation team. We do already have operation team, but we're going to expand that significantly as well. And essentially, uh, really uh, expand the uh, amount of uh, major players that we're working with, starting with the retailers up to the wholesalers, uh, marketing companies, and above. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of fascinated how uh, how your technology might integrate with the packing, you know, line operations. Does is it a simple uh, iPad getting a picture of a bin of fruit or a how, how do you how do you actually do the the computer vision? Is that some part of the packing line, or is that a separate from the packing line, perhaps? Okay, great. It's it's another great question, and I actually I want to address your question on the packing house, but also also talk about how it plays out for the retailers mm -hmm. uh, because I'm sure they're going to be interested in that as well. So uh, for the packing house, which is primarily in the marketing company side, right, or uh, packer shipper, as it's called in the US mostly. Uh, we actually, so you have the sorting machines in the middle who actually a lot of them already have uh, advanced AI technology with mm -hmm. hyperspectral cameras and all this kind of stuff. 
Uh, I'm going back to my comment initially about the fact that there are 10 to 12 inspection points in the supply chain where a sample based QC is taking place. So on top of this sorting machine today, there are separate inspection points that are taking place. Now, by the way, this is very unique for the fresh produce industry. The reason is because the quality of fresh produce is actually changing on a daily basis. That's by its own, it's very unique. It's actually different from almost any merchandise you can think about globally. Uh, for most merchandise, like a semiconductor chip or a shirt, the shirt that we're all wearing, the quality kind of stay fixed when it goes out from the manufacturing plant, right? Not for fresh products. That's why you have so many inspection points. And so we actually uh, are totally complementary to the sorting machines. Uh, so all of those inspection points are before the sorting machines and after the sorting machines. And they're going to need to continue and exist because of the nature of the fresh produce uh, quality uh, deterioration or evolve, evolve the element. And uh, today it's being done manual. And keep in mind, it's got to have, if you want to bring a technology solution for these guys, for those points, it's got to be easy to use. It's got to be mobile, right? And it's got to be very, very simple interface given the uh, interaction that the actual uh, people involved in that. And so we developed a solution that can apply computer vision technology uh, through the mobile app on any mobile device so it can actually be applicable to all of those inspection points. We could integrate to the sorting machine of the marketing companies, uh, but I actually don't think it's necessary at this point. What's actually more important uh, for both the marketing companies and the retailers, by the way, is that we are integrating to their ERP system. So an inspector doesn't need to type in the information of the pallet that just came in from the truck into the distribution center or the packing hall. He can just scan the barcode and all the uh, growth supplier information is going to be populated automatically. And also when the inspector clicks done, when he finished the inspection on the mobile app, we actually feed back all the quality data to the ERP uh, system that it can be used for other BI purposes. Uh, so that's the way it works uh, with most of the customers today. We've done several sustainability surveys with, with growers and wholesalers and retailers uh, showing that reducing food waste or loss or shrink is one of the top ways that, that they think of when it comes to improving their company's sustainability. Um, so I'm wondering, um, with pineapples or the produce that you're working with so far, uh, are there particular ways that this technology can save us from losing food? Certainly. Actually, the mission of Clara Fruit, and honestly, the reason we were established almost four years ago, is we want to enable the supply chain participant to make data-driven decisions that's gonna result in two things. Number one, number one reduce the waste uh, or the shrink across the supply chain. And number two, it's actually gonna maximize the profitability for these guys because based on the couple of examples that I gave before, they're actually gonna have data in order to optimize their, their shipping and routing 
uh, across the supply chain. So that's that's actually our angle. That's why we're here. Uh, I also believe that the ultimate way to implement uh, this waste reduction is essentially by standardizing the way quality is evaluated across the entire supply chain. It all goes back to the issue. The issue, the biggest issue in this supply chain, in our opinion, the common denominator uh, for the 45% produce waste is this quality mismatch situation, right? There is always going to be uh, deterioration in the quality of the produce. We're not going to change that. But there is always, almost always, a buyer, right? It may not be Whole food. it may be someone else, it may not be a retailer, it may be a processing company, or it may be the ugly food companies, startup that coming up now, but almost always there is a buyer. The challenge is that when those transactions are taking place today, there is misalignment between the supplier quality expectations and the buyer actually view on that. And that's what we can solve because by applying an automatic testing concept, that's going to make the inspection process objective and consistent. And by generating real-time information for both parties involved in the transaction, we believe we can help these guys incur significantly less quality mismatch situation. And by that, reduce a lot of the waste that's taking place. Mm. You're explaining this really well. <laughs> so um, <laughs> did you have any final questions, Tom? You know, Amy uh, uh, had a general question, I guess, about the industry over in Israel with the virus. Uh, what's the current state of normalcy, I guess, in Israel? What, uh, what's, what does it feel like, I guess, compared to pre-COVID? And uh, So uh, Israel is actually, it's a unique market because as opposed to other global markets where you have uh, fresh produce across the entire year, Israel is a little bit more... Uh, self-focused and there is uh, some limitation on actually importing. Uh, so there's been, there's been some significant issues in terms of the supply chain over the last 18 months. Uh, but uh, there is, you know, unless policy change significantly, there is not a lot that you can do at this point of time. Uh, we're uh, actually not very focused on Israel as a market. We're very much focused on uh, the global players because, and, and the reason it, it all goes back to the problem, right? The problem, this quality mismatch are going to increase disproportionately when you have cross-border trade. That's actually what's going to happen. And so those are the guys that are involved in those cross-border trade. Those are the guys that we want to be most helpful to. Uh, and just one point, which is related to that and also related to the Dole announcement that uh, we've just did, is what's amazing is that this whole deployment that we've done with Dole over the last six months, which actually uh, uh, relates to hundreds of inspectors in more than 10 countries in the world, hundreds, uh, uh, has taken place totally remotely. So we've never been to Dole. I mean, our operation teams has not actually been in person with the Dole teams across different countries in the last 12 months. It's all been done fully remotely. Uh, obviously, COVID forced uh, both Dole and us to do it. And, but what's, what's amazing is that he's been extremely successful 
And today, Doll has been working more than five months now in a fully commercial mode, uh, analyzing quality for the pineapples with computer vision technology. Uh, and it's actually been going on extremely well with very, very minimal uh, disruptions. And, uh, you know, for us as a startup, it's very powerful because I think it's going to allow us to scale the business uh, in a much more efficient way. Uh, but I also think the, the uh, news for the industry is that if you digitize effectively the way you manage your quality control for fresh produce, you can be much more efficient in how you think about using your people uh, and sending them to your supplier base or to customers there is technology today that can actually facilitate it in a much more economical way. And I also think in a much more accurate way. And obviously we would love to, uh, to showcase our capabilities to, uh, to any, any major uh, player. So a major retailer wouldn't need to send an inspector to another country to check the fruit. Um, that's, that's one thing. Uh, a major retailer is not going to need to update their uh, quality spec uh, PDFs every week or every month and email them and SMS. Uh, they can update it on their dashboard and they can actually govern in real time whether their suppliers are adhering to this qualification. A retailer is going to be able to prioritize the quality of his suppliers based on a big data platform and actually figure out who is the supplier in the you know, last 12 months that gave me the sweetest uh, tablets or who's the supplier that gave me the most red cherries, right? There is a lot of data that we collect through our automatic platform that I think could help the retailers personalize the experience to their consumers uh, and, you know, differentiate uh, their quality and of their uh, produce. And, you know, we, we, we'd love to, uh, to play a role in that. Are, but are people in Israel dealing with restrictions on gathering indoors or anything like that or, or who can come and go from the country um, related so to COVID? It changed, but you know, uh, Israel actually, as, as you may know, uh, there have been we've been very lucky to be on the forefront of the vaccinations and this kind of stuff. So, situation over the last, I would say, five months has been good. Mm -hmm. uh, but before that, yes, you've had this uh, COVID restriction, which would uh, disrupt the supply chain significantly. Uh, I think Europe actually is still going through a lot of pain. There and right. anyway, I think everyone look, we're gonna need to co live with that, right? Now we're dealing with the Omni, who knows what's gonna be the next one, right? Uh, and I, I think, I think, uh, digitization is gonna come in and it's gonna change the way people work. I, I think the fresh produce industry has been late to the game. Uh, it's not their fault, it's the fault of the technology guys because there obviously hasn't been a solution that was uh, easy to use and can generate a clear ROI to the buyers. Otherwise, they would do that. Uh, but, you know, things are changing. Uh, the computer vision technology today is much better. The phone cameras are much better. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the cloud has made, uh, made uh, uh, you know, storage and analytics much cheaper. And I, and, and I, think, I think everyone in the industry is going to recognize that uh, 
you know, now is the right time to, uh, to move into digital transformation. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I do, okay. I just had one final question. I keep thinking of another one. Um, with all this data in the cloud and, and everything, um, what about privacy? How do you protect your data? Um, I mean, are, would com- do companies worry about that in any way? Thank you for asking it because it's it's probably something that's going to be on the mind of uh, potential uh, customers. So we're very, very focused on privacy of data. Uh, actually, the way we think about it is that uh, the data of the customer, all of the quality-related data is the customer data. It's not cloud for data, i.e. each customer has his own account mm-hmm. and only he has access to that account and the data. And we're not allowed to actually do any uh, use with this data. The only thing we are doing with this data is actually gathering all the data together, uh, not on a name basis, but on a on a uh, overall uh, database uh, uh, platform, in order to help our machine learning improve the algorithm, right? So if I can, if my SLA today is 95% accuracy for a tomato, automating inspection of tomato, I want to take it to 97. And in order to do that, I want to have more photos to improve the algorithm. So that's what we do with the data. By the way, with the consent of the customer, there are a couple of customers who chose not to give us this consent, uh, which is fine, but you know we're very careful about that and no one else is going to have any access to the data. Okay. This has been fascinating, really fascinating. Um, it's exciting news that all the changes that are happening. And um, I think that might be it, unless anyone else wants to say any final words. So again, we appreciate you being with us in, in real time here. It's, it's great. Uh, thank, you for, thank you for doing this. Thank you for your time, guys. And we're very excited on our side. I think we're really entering the... Uh, big data age for the fresh produce industry. Uh, and I think uh, it's going to be reflected in less waste, uh, hopefully more profitability, uh, and most importantly, I think much more collaboration across the entire supply chain. Essentially, we create a language now that's going to allow the supply chain to facilitate a much more efficient trade. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, you know, join hands uh, with all the big guys. Thank you. Yes, thanks Thank a lot. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. That wraps it up for us today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear on this Tip of the Iceberg podcast, please take a moment to hit that subscribe button, rate us, and type out a quick review on whatever platform you use to listen to Tip of the Iceberg. And enjoy our earlier episodes. In our last two, we talked to Emily Trogdon and Kurt Aiken of Amplified Ag and its Vertical Roots brand on holiday packaging at retail that does social good. And the week before, we talked to Abby Pryor of Bright Farms on what a recent acquisition means for the CEA, or Controlled Environment Agriculture, sector and retail. And we'll have more of those great conversations from the industry each week. Thank you so much for your support. I hope you learned something useful and inspirational and have a wonderful week.